If you've ever wondered what would happen if three friends, a firefighter, a lawyer, and a chaplain, got together to talk about the joys and challenges of raising their kids, well, wonder no more. Welcome to the Three Men and Their Babies podcast. Marcus Landsberg. I have two kids, a boy who's six years old and another boy who's six months. My name is James Duggins. I have two daughters. One is three. One is one month old. This is Anthony Solano, and I'm a proud father of a two and a half year old daughter. Okay, guys, so this is what happened. Christy and I, my wife and I, sound asleep three o'clock in the morning, and all of a sudden we hear a blood curdling scream coming from our daughter's room now let me be clear we have never ever heard a sound like this come out of our daughter i mean it is just like the loudest most terrifying scream we've ever heard to the point where we're both sound asleep and we both spring up just automatically spring up and just run into her room. Can you recreate and the uh, scream? Can you recreate the... the... Uh, there's no way I could even come close to the sound that she made. I've never heard a sound come out of a child like it. I mean, it was just so terrifying. The frequencies were unhuman. It was unbelievable. And in the 1.5 seconds that it took to get from our room to her room, of course, like every possible terrible scenario is running through my mind. Like, is there somebody in my room? Did she fall? Mm, It's just like everything that, you know, everything that could possibly go through your mind. And we get in and (laughs) she's just sitting in her bed. She's now at this point, she's, she's not screaming anymore, but she's crying really, you know, crying really hard. Okay. And there's absolutely nothing wrong. Was it a, the, a night night terror? The only thing that we saw was that her her pacifier was on the floor. Oh, I would cry. But other than that, nothing was out of order. She was in her bed. She was fine. Oh no! But <laughs> she just—it was the most. It was the the craziest thing. And like I'm racking my brain trying to figure out what happened. And she calms down. We calm her down. Took a while. Okay. We put her back to bed. Hmm. All right. We go back to bed. What happened? We still don't know. We have no idea. But I have to tell you that that scream, that like, that, oh, man, like. Oh, yeah. Being woken up like that, that scream, it stayed with me for, and the terror that I felt. Yes. It stayed with me for at least two days. Like, I could still feel the rush of adrenaline that went through my whole body. Like, I could feel it for like two or three days after like it just like shook me to the core no it's the fear right the the like on the helpless fear of not being able there to be there in that moment of chaos whatever whatever it may have been mike wazowski collecting her screams for energy you know who knows (laughs) so wait it was a ghost i have no idea it had to be Uh, a ghost right on one on the one hand on the one hand, you know, of course, like I'm grateful that, you know, she was okay and that everything was fine. But your house is possessed. On the other hand, I'm like, <laughs> the glass house. 
Wow. I never, I, I just, I pray that I never hear that sound again. Like it was just, it was unbelievable. How many times did you say Beetlejuice? Three, <laughs> at least three. <laughs> well, you got to say it three times. Uh, three times, man. You got to say it three times. No, you know, it trips me out. I, I you hear you on that. I, I, my Tasha and I will talk about it. And part of my profession, it's kind of like a, a trifecta, right? Reality, things that I see in my profession, and just having a very overactive, like ADHD, creative, like imagination. And yeah. I feel like I spend a lot of time imagining and visualizing these worst case scenarios that my daughters would get into that involve, or and my wife getting hurt. And mm. I'll be sitting there having a good time and I will have like these very visual, uh, what's that? Well, God, what are those, those movies? Final destination or what are those movies where like just this crazy stuff, like the terrible things yeah, happen. Final, you know destination. I, final yeah. destination. Like I have these images pop up and I thought I was just crazy. Like, dude, do I have like problems? Do I need to talk to somebody? And I, I feel like there might be some like, stuff going on in there you know where i snap awake in bed and like oh my god is my daughter okay you know and i talked mm-hmm. to my wife about it and not thankfully but she also has the same thing where she'll sit there and imagine like all these things that could happen or like oh my gosh they're gonna fall off or they're gonna this is gonna happen or this car will come by and mm-hmm. and I, I i don't know if like other parents experience this i don't know if you guys experience this but I, i'm wondering if this is like i said either all the trauma and chaos things that we've experienced, right? Or if this is some like innate thing that parents have to imagine these awful things are the things that we love the most to make sure we like be aware of what could happen to keep them safe. So yeah. I, I don't know. Do, do, do you run into that or am I messed up, right? I'm not <laughs> going to go with the second one. I'm going to suggest that. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Great. I will get some help. I will be back. I'm going to suggest that we, I, I think about these things. Like, I, like I'm worried. I see a, a, a glass table or a sharp corner yeah. or a, a door that doesn't close all the way, a, 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 a empty slot in a staircase, for example, that a baby can slide through very easily. I, like I see these things. Um, I try not to dwell on them. Like I don't viscerally imagine all the different ways my family can uh, be mutilated through them. Like that, that I try and avoid. Yeah. Right. You know, of course the love you feel for your child is just, just like a love, like no other. And I think it's just, it goes with the territory, right? I mean, it's just like care so much. And the last thing you ever want is for something bad to happen. And so it just heightens all of your senses and, it just makes you aware of all these things. And I think it does. I think it, I think you can easily let that intense feeling and that intense love just, uh, your mind can get carried away and it can certainly, you can certainly start dwelling on, you know, the things that could happen. But I mean, the truth is what you visualize comes to you. So you need to not focus on all the bad things that can happen and focus on I think the happiness, the joy, the not falling down staircases, like things that are yeah, yeah, of course, positive. Because yeah, what you focus on, you you focus towards. If that makes sense. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're manifesting, right? I don't mean manifesting it like an imaginary, like. But <laughs> if you're if you're 
driving down the road and you start looking out the window at something on the on the left side of the road, you you will naturally turn your car yeah, that yeah. direction until you realize. So so the more you think about all these bad things that are going to happen to your family, James, you know. Oh, I, I, I don't know. Stop thinking about <laughs> think about all the good things they're going to do. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what's the march line? What's going what's to happen? What's going to happen to my family? No, no, no. I, I totally get it. I think you're um, going to end up moving into yeah. a haunted house like Anthony did to his family. Can you yeah. imagine? Yeah. No, I, Apparently, I, think, I did. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. Did you I really didn't the, mention it? Did you look on the California Register of Haunted Houses? <laughs> It's a historical residence. You can't modify it in any way. Oh. You know. <laughs> oh, man. No, I, you know, I, I will say this, though. I think it's not necessarily something that I dwell on, but I, what I think it does do, it reminds me to keep an eye out. You know what I mean? Like, well, keep an eye important. on my kid and don't – to be just, like, vigilant or maybe even hypervigilant. Like, if we're walking down the street because my daughter has now learned and she's – I think four. I've been messing this up. No, see, I messed that up. She's three. Uh, I've been messing up the age of my children for the last couple of weeks in conversations with strangers. Um, but she's she has you know those little razor scooters, those little super cool scooters, the the ones that lean. Ah, yeah. She'll be cruising down the street, and my whole thing now is like getting her to understand driveways, right? She's kind of recognizing streets, right? Like, okay, crosswalks, lights, all this and that. But my big, you know, the, the fear that I have is like, okay, what happens if a car is pulling out of the garage, right? So that's kind of like where my my I guess vigilance has been lately is when she's on her scooter to make her be aware of the driveways and, you know, things like that. Cause we, yeah, we went to Ala Moana and we actually took her scooter. So we had our first urban walk. We had the dog, the stroller, you know, Sunny on a scooter rolling through Ala Moana and Kakaako and all that. And that was, it was super fun, but just definitely nice. like my, you know, head on a swivel the whole time. Like, yeah, yeah crosswalks, oh, cars, taxis, you know, people, other dogs walking around and, not yeah. exactly relaxing, you know, but I know the kids are having fun, you know, but daddy's got to be overwatch, you know, <laughs> yeah. be out for the sniper rifle, keep an overwatch on the kids. So, oh man, have you guys experienced something like that? Just a moment that was just like so terrifying that you perhaps thought something worse was going to happen and thank God it didn't. I actually have one for today. But I've been talking a lot, so if anyone has anything they want to add before I jump in, but no, I you go afraid. first. My kids are extremely happy. I mean, they never have. <laughs> my kids really don't have any trouble. They my enjoy everything given to them. They're they're basically perfect angels here on earth, and I, I completely can't the relate. Lambert standard, yeah, I, I completely can't relate. But no. you go ahead, Jim. How is your kid in trouble? My my, my kids are getting (laughs) battle hardened. All right. That's what they're they're being hardened. (laughs) Physically and emotionally hardened. No, I think uh, today we actually, we we had a moment of abject terror. I I think my wife took a little harder than I did, but uh, I was actually on the bathroom doing what dads do. They run away and hide in the back bathroom to sit on their phone and poop in silence for a few minutes and pee. <laughs> <laughs> and, That's called uh, me time. Yeah, I'm blessed. I'm blessed and lucky to have two bathrooms that I can do that. And I heard Hina like with a blood curdling abnormal cry. I was like, oh, that's a different sound. And then Sunny, uh, my do- I could hear my wife going into the bedroom where she was sleeping. She's like, Hina, are you? Oh, Hina, what happened? And oh. so Hina is on the cusp of crawling. And she Ooh. has like these like 
tree trunk thighs, these fat little thighs that are super powerful. So she like will dig her little feet into the ground and then she will plow with her face and move everywhere. She'll like move around and and it's super cute because she's trying to learn. She hasn't quite learned how to use her arms yet. Right. And um, so she sleeps in our big king size bed with us. But we make like we have like no joke about eight to 12 pillows that we have created like this little cocoon of pillows and like little, little shields for her because she moves around a lot in her sleep that we, you know, we've talked about before and our nightmare happened. She found a weakness in our, our, our ramparts. She found a weakness in the castle walls and somehow she wound up on the floor. She somehow plowed her way through our pillows and oh, wow. our beds, we have like a pretty thick king size mattress on top of a platform bed. Ooh. So it's not like oh, wow. just a small drop. It's like at least so it's pretty high inches. You, know, a you lot didn't hear her hit the floor? Well, we have a very plush carpet and really awesome carpet pads. So no, we heard the the strange cry. And so we sat there like, holy crap, what happened here? You know, and we kind of figured, okay, she must have just like plowed her way through here. And went head and her feet rolled over because where her head was in relation to everything else, we're like, she like flipped over, right? Oh, wow. And I think that's the worst thing is not knowing exactly what Ooh. happened because yeah. we were in the bed, the same bed. Uh, Sunny rolled off once, but we were there and we saw it and witnessed and everything's okay. This was unwitnessed. So we'll never know mm. what exactly happened. And I think that's the scary part too of like, what, where did we that fail is, here? However, you know, again, just just to clear the air, the moment we picked her up, she was smiling and drooling. You know, I was checking her out, like doing my ABCs on her, the EMT thing, right? And everything was fine. She was crying. She was screaming. She was, you know, initially crying from the fear. But then as soon as we came in there, she was smiling, drooling, having a good time. And there was like nothing. So we really lucked out. But that was something, you know, you talk about manifesting or whatever, Mark. That's something that my wife was really worried about. She's like, oh my gosh, we need to plan something because she's going to come through. She'd been talking about it for a couple of weeks and it happened. So so we have another mattress now. We've put it on the floor. We've like rearranged everything. So this will never happen again. But that was our, that was our, that, that sound of that cry that was different than a normal cry, you know, and you're like, okay, something's up. You know, when you hear it, your gut drops. Hey, James, you remember when I asked you to uh, watch my kid next week? I'm going to go ahead and say I got a different babysitter. <laughs> no way. Uncle Jugs will take care of everything. <laughs> yeah. Good. Uh, yeah, we canceled our uh, flight. <laughs> Come we, on, we, man. We canceled the award we won for, uh, you know, the, the dream best, flight. Best We're just going to go ahead yeah. and watch. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me watch your kids. Let me redeem <laughs> myself. Cool. I swear I'm a good dad. I really am. I swear. There is something about not seeing it happen that just yeah. like it makes, yeah. you know, it just it brings your mind to, you know, the worst possible scenarios. You know, it's like and vice versa. When you do see it and you can see their reaction, you see they're OK. You can comfort them immediately. You do get to know the the different cries, like you know the cries that are that are kind of more fit related. You know the cries that are like I just want something. You know the cries that are, you know I I I got hurt, and then you know the cries that are like okay this this I never I've never heard something is really wrong, and those that's the cry. Oh my gosh, I just oh, I never want to hear that again, man. Yeah, it's so. Oh. It's trippy, oh, right? Like it is. It shows you how early communication, it shows you how important communication and like contact with other humans is, right? Because how early that right 
communication yeah. develops as a new like in, within a month right that they're yeah. able to kind of communicate what's going on just through their their primal screams and cries to adults yeah. it's it's amazing if you think about it like how we've developed as human beings and to communicate and survive yeah. right? Even through little things like this well anthony definitely keep us notified on how your house is ghost yeah uh, ghost. <laughs> we can call the ghostbusters <laughs> the next time they respond the next yeah, I need to call those guys over and uh, let them take a look, man. I don't know. It sounds like uh, Duggins may have a, a anti-ghost carpet he could recommend to you. <laughs> it's yes. really soft. It's very plush. Turns out his plush carpets have kept ghosts away. I don't know if that would work in in, in your part of California but or, or with your particular ghost. Maybe you have a carpet-loving <laughs> ghost. I don't know. Maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah. Carpet-loving ghost? Get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, if I hear that uh, horrible cry from my neighbors at some point, it wouldn't be from my house. I'll let you guys know. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll go from there. We'll, we'll talk about what happens then. So thank Sounds you guys perfect. very much for tuning into another episode of Three Men and Their Babies. Babies. Three Men and Their Babies, yeah.